Fears, phobias, and feelings. This is the stuff of classical conditioning in psychology. If I look back over the decades of work that I've done with students of all sorts, all age ranges across a number of subjects from performance arts to psychology students to first graders to four-year-olds wanting to learn how to read, what sets apart the students that really make it? The students that do better, the students that have success. Really, success has a lot to do with our emotions, understanding them, harnessing them, being able to use them to our advantage. I've trained a number of people who have made great advances in their ability level as far as the content. So for instance, they've been able to learn how to sing really well. But some of those people never really tackled their emotional issues. They didn't buy into the training elements of emotionality that I was trying to teach them. And really that's a decision that you personally have to make as a student, as a student of life, <laughs> I guess you could say. But if you do start to tackle your own emotional issues, you can start to learn how to, I guess, reprogram yourself to do better in many areas of life. Now, this is a pretty big concept, right? It really is, if you think about it, because I said reprogram. Am I suggesting then that humans are programmable? I absolutely am. If you look at the history of psychology and you study the work of someone such as Ivan Pavlov or John B. Watson, what you'll find is that their work gives us evidence that people are programmable. Watson's known for saying something to the effect of, give me 20 babies and I'll give you any, I'll, I'll create them into anything you'd like. But what was he talking about? How can you do this? And a bigger question to ask yourself, has this been done to you? Now we're entering the stuff of nature versus nurture. So let me give you a little bit of background on that. The nature versus nurture argument has been happening for as far back as we can pretty much trace psychology into philosophy, etc. So it's been going on a very long time. And this is the idea that people are either biologically predisposed for something, and that would be the nature side of the argument, or that we learn through our environment or exposures in our environment, and that is the nurture side of the argument. So I sit more so on the nurture side of the argument. This is not to say that I don't recognize the nature side. And in fact, when you look at classical conditioning, what I see there is the link, the link that everybody's been searching for for so long. Ivan Pavlov's work gives you that link. It shows you how nurture actually trains nature. Now that's a big concept. And it really took me a long time to kind of put all of this together. 
So I'm not going to give you too, too much more of that because <laughs> I'm writing about this and I'm creating materials to kind of show people how I see the entire human experience. For now, let's just do a quick recap and then I'm going to give you a homework assignment to do to prepare for our next discussion. The work of Ivan Pavlov and John B. Watson to create the theory of classical conditioning really set the stage for the idea that human beings are programmable. In order to investigate the ways in which we feel personally, it's really very helpful to learn the theory of classical conditioning in really both of its forms, Pavlonian conditioning and classical conditioning. So here's a little bit of homework for you. If you want to save some money, you can look up Pavlonian conditioning and classical conditioning online and do your own research. Make sure that you use credible sources. But of course, I recommend that you purchase my workbook so that you can see how I've organized classical conditioning for you in both forms. What I've done is set them up very, very neatly and cleanly and organize them in a way that's easy to digest really, really quickly. Classical conditioning is also linked together with a number of other theories in my first workbook for you. And I've given you a format really to investigate yourself in this workbook. So I think it's very, very, very worth the um, extra cost. It's not that expensive. You can find it through my website. Go to www.hollytown.com. And that's H-O-L-L-I-T-O-W-N. Um, and you'll find a link there to the Hollytown publications. So go ahead and take a look around there. See if you would like to purchase the workbook and get started or at the very least, make sure that you go online and look up Pavlonian conditioning and classical conditioning and get a really good understanding of what these theories, it's really one theory, but um, they're, they're linked together in the sense that Pavlov started the work and Watson continued the work. So I separate them out um, very particularly for specific reasons, which you'll see in the workbook and we'll talk about a little bit later. So anyways, take a look at both of those theories in their original form and get a good feel for classical conditioning and then move on to the second podcast in this series so that you can investigate your own emotional content and how it drives you. Get prepped and I'll meet you in the next podcast.